are listening to the KMC on Anchor. Welcome to the KMC show, episode 1.5. So I'm not quite ready to do episode two yet. I'm thinking on Mondays, you'll see episode two and three and four. <clears throat> and then during the week, you'll, you'll get 2.1s and 2.3s and 2.7s and, and stuff like that. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Everything's trial by error. And, um, we're just figuring it out on Anchor 3.0. And uh, we'll see how it works. If it doesn't work, change it up. We just do what works. And you don't know until you try. So um, I, I just like the idea of um, getting a bunch of content together and putting it out there so people can listen. So uh, I think that's the way to go. Because right now, as it's set up, if you add to old episodes, uh, it's, people aren't going to listen to it because it's, it's not recent. If you look at your favorites list, you're going to go with the most recent episode. Not many people are going to scroll down to the bottom and see old episodes. I think the way it's set up right now, um, you get more listens if you're more frequent, if you're more active. Even though you're active by putting on old episode, putting ep segments on old episodes... You're not showing up as active, and, and I think that's important. They definitely need to switch it. I've talked about this before. I think it's the biggest flaw in 3.0, but I'm, I'm guessing they're going to fix it. So I'm guessing most of you have updated your Anchor app and have noticed a, a couple of changes to Anchor 3.0. The first one I noticed was the timestamp on your segments is now gone. Uh, I don't really have a problem with that. Um, I, it's kind of interesting they would do that um, because it was kind of neat to see uh, when was the last time, when was the first time this was recorded. It would show that on the, the timestamp below the, the, the title, but they have removed that. So that's kind of interesting that they did that. Um, it does make it look like all of the content is live and fresh. So that might be good. That might be good for some people. Um, it also may mean that echoes are coming back. Now, there's a lot of speculation and talk if echoes are coming back or not. A lot of people think they're not coming back. But with this removal of the timestamp... Uh, it may mean echoes are coming back because um, you can go back and, and echo someone's segment from way back and it will seem like new content. I don't know if that's what Anchor wants, though. To me, echoes are taking someone's intellectual property and using it as your own with kind of without their permission. I guess when you sign up for Anchor, you know this in advance, so you're agreeing to it, but I don't know if 
these big names in, in podcasting would like if uh, Joe Blow from the street or KMC takes their content and puts it in their show, um, they probably don't like that. So my guess is Echoes are not coming back. I don't, um, it, it just, uh, I think they want you to focus on making your own content and not focused on other people's content and and taking it and making it your own. Which kind of makes sense to me because it's your show and you get to control who gets to use what with it, you get to do with it. Um, so I don't know. We'll see if it comes back. I I highly doubt it. The other thing I noticed was the view listeners is back. I didn't notice it till just earlier today. And I don't have a problem with that. Um, I didn't mind that it was gone. Like It doesn't really matter to me who's listening. I just want to see how many people are listening. So you just can gauge what's popular and what's not. So I'm okay with it being there. Um, now I kind of feel obligated to listen to people who listen to me, which is probably what they didn't like about the old anchor, what it, it, it became like a networking tool and people used, uh, those infor- that information, uh, to gain popularity, but it, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it's definitely a podcasting app, so the social aspect is gone. Um, so it doesn't, viewing listeners doesn't really fit, but it, it's just an added feature that you don't probably get when you go into the, the official podcasting world. But overall, still enjoying 3.0. Looking forward to what they bring us next. Um, I'm going to guess voice message or text messaging might come back. We'll have to wait and see on that. But I'm liking it the way it is right now. It's still getting used to it. Um, a lot of people may have left, but it's hard to say if people have left or they're just adding content to old episodes. It's really uh, difficult to see who's active and who's not. What up, party people in the place to be? You're now tuned in to the boy KMC, provided to you with the bumper from Dewan and Only. Breaking news. You're listening to a special edition of KMC. Keep it locked. Okay, there is some breaking news, but this is not a special edition of the KMC show. Uh, I just saw some news come down from the NBA. Um, Commissioner Adam Silver has sent out a really harsh memo to the NBA owners. And it's about tanking. Um, It basically reads, If we ever received evidence that players or coaches were attempting to lose or otherwise taking steps to cause any game to result otherwise than on its competitive merits, that conduct will be met with the swiftest and harshest response possible 
from the league office. So, I don't know. I don't believe that NBA players and coaches are trying to purposely lose ball games. It's not in their best interest. Now, management, on the other hand, the, t- the, the general manager of said teams, the, the loser teams, they might be trying to tank. Be- they are in charge of the player personnel on the floor. And if they um, decide to bring in these players from the G League who, who are not NBA caliber players and start them or play them on a frequent basis, that's basically tanking. The players that are playing are not trying to lose. The coaches want to keep their jobs. They don't want to lose games. But uh, management might be inclined to get a high draft pick, so they're going to play players um, that aren't that good. So is that tanking? In my mind, it isn't because the players are trying to play. They're not missing shots on purpose. They're not. They're they're playing a hundred percent. They're trying their best. They want to make it in the NBA, so they're gonna play really hard, and they're they're trying to win. So to me, that's not tanking. Um, that's just. Um, Realizing, okay, my season's done. Let's look at these players. Let them play hard. We know they're going to lose, and that's okay because we're going to get a draft pick. I, I don't, I don't see a problem with that um, at all. Um, like especially if your players are injured, and you need to call up players, then why not bring in some G League guys to to put on a show, try their hardest. And maybe make the club next year. So I, I get what Adam Silver is saying, though. He he wants to protect the league and make sure that there, there's no fixed games. Um, it definitely hurts an integrity of the game if, if there's a conception that this team um, is purposely trying to lose. But in my mind, no. They're not. They they they're trying to win. Like, um, nobody's trying to miss shots on purpose or dribble out of bounds. Like it would be a total gong show. It would it would be an embarrassment. What we're seeing is not an embarrassment. They're just losing ball games, at, but they're trying to win the game. So I don't I don't see when teams start to play players that are not NBA caliber, it doesn't bother me at all. But that's just my take on it. Um, It may bother other people, and they're entitled to their opinion, of course. But uh, for me, um, I think it's in your best interest. If you're already out of it, you're already eliminated from the playoffs, you might as well bring in some players and see what they got. And if you lose, it's not a big deal because you're rewarded with a draft pick at the end of the season. You're listening to the KMC Show, exclusively on Anchor. Keep it locked. So that concludes episode 1.5 for today. 
special thanks to Duan and Only for providing that bumper. Really appreciate it. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is uh, play some best of segments that I can find uh, to fill out the rest of this episode. So if you don't want to hear old content, just leave after this one. Um, just to see what it sounds like and how much, like, if it, I'm just experimenting with 3.0 and, and seeing uh, what works, what doesn't. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to uh, do a best of after and see what that would look like and, and all that. And then publish it and see if people stop listening after the new content. Or do they continue going and listen to the old stuff, even though I said it's old? So it's an experiment. It's all That's what it's about on 3.0. Experiment, see what you like, see what you don't like. Um, you might accidentally hit gold and, and find a, a concept that works for you and, and gets listens and, and people enjoy it. So anyways, I'm going to... Head out. Any questions or comments, please voice message in and you'll definitely get on the next episode. Um, so that's about it. Take care. Peace. If you're looking for that new content, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. You're listening to the best of the KMC show. Exclusively on Anchor. Keep it locked. I'm all for political correctness. I, I think it's a good thing overall. I, I think we should care about what other people's feelings are towards certain things. That being said, uh, I'm sure you've heard that um, Sony Pictures had to apologize for a segment of their Peter Rabbit movie. Apparently, uh, the Peter Rabbit character uh, bullies uh, an enemy of Peter Rabbit because they have a fruit allergy. So, when that was found out, it has upset a lot of parents. And a, a lot of people were upset by that. And they felt like that shouldn't be made fun of or um, promoting bullying, etc. But I don't know. Um, yeah, sorry that they feel that way, but it's not. It's a kids' movie. Like it's supposed to be fun and and bubbly and and. I don't know. I, I, I just feel like that it, it I, I think it depends on the context of the movie. Um, but I'm sure it was in lighthearted joke, tongue in cheek kind of thing. So it is a concern. Like I'm all for political correctness, but um, we should be still able to joke on a certain level. Like if it's obviously hurtful and, and obviously uh, derogatory to anyone, okay, 
yeah, that's you're crossing a line. But I don't know. I feel like this one, this one, there's bigger issues out there. It, it and it's a kids movie. Like if it was like purposely directed at people with allergies, okay, that's wrong. But I'm guessing in a kids movie, it, it's not that it's not a big part of the story. It was just a small joke. Um, it, it's going to be really difficult to write about anything without offending people. So I, I'm definitely like, don't get me wrong. Again, I am for political, politically correct talk. I, I I think it's important to be mindful of other people when you speak. But uh, I don't know. I, I I I don't know. I just feel like this one is a bit much. So let me know what you guys think. It's a pretty controversial issue. So I'm not expecting any call-ins about this particular issue. Uh, but is is being politically correct? What's your thoughts on 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 this one? Is it too much? Is it too little? Uh, should Sony have apologized? I I don't know if they should have. I really don't. Um, I I think it's much ado about nothing. In my opinion, I I do understand the other side, but uh, for me, I if I wouldn't have said anything. I think it is a growing problem in society that you you can't let things go anymore you have to press and and get things changed on almost everything that offends you now there's a certain line that's drawn and, and it seems like the line is moving a certain way and there's pretty much is there gonna be a point where everything is offensive like um i hate to side with with right-wingers on political correctness, but, um, yeah, this one, I don't know. I, I, it, it makes me see that side of it, and it's kind of scary when, when, because political correctness um, is really, they're really against it on the right side. like we got a call in from KT Kevin Touch. He's got some words on this political correctness of Peter Rabbit. Let's hear what he's got to say. Yeah, KMC, I, I don't understand why we're going as far as a kid's movie to basically be politically correct on bullying. It's, it's, it's I, I watched Peter Rabbit. I read the book. I read everything. Mr. McGregor, that whole thing when I was a kid. Still, well, technically I'm very young, but that was probably my favorite series. So why in the world, when we have parents talk about, yeah, it's not good for the children. In reality, that's real life. We we all will have those moments where we either see it or we'll be experiencing it. Hopefully, we better see and step up rather than experience it firsthand. 
But I, I just don't understand why we have to be politically correct on everything there. You're, I'm absolutely with you 100%. Yeah, I agree, KT. I, I think it's because I know you're 18, but um, in the era we mainly grew up in, you, you were just uh, a little guy back then. But um, we could joke about things like this. Um, and and nothing would happen and nobody would be offended and life would continue. The show would still be on the air. The movie wouldn't be protested. Um, I, I just think uh, as a society, we're getting a little thin-skinned on issues that are not that not that big. Um, like, for example, I remember when I was a kid, there was an episode of a show called Mr. Belvedere, um, and one of the, there was children in the show, and one of the boy's friend, um, had AIDS, and, uh, the boy um, was really uh, like lighthearted ab- about it, and he even made a joke. I forget what the joke is, but he made an AIDS joke. Wh- what that was in like the mid eighties, um, maybe eighty six, eighty seven, when that happened. Um, what what would happen if, if that happened today? If a boy um, with AIDS made made a joke about him having AIDS. It 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 would be torn to shreds. Um, it would be it would be a big deal, but nothing happened back then, be, because it didn't like it, it. may have bothered some, but it didn't bother hardly anybody. So it, it is a concern moving forward. Um, that nothing can be joked about. Um, yes, there is a line. You you can't cross certain religions and certain races, all races. You can't cross all, you can't cross them. Like, that. you can't joke about those things. Um, but I don't know. I, I just feel like allergies, um, it should it it just feels like it, it it shouldn't be offensive to me um you could be educating as well in this situation like yeah it's a joke but it could be also educating as well and let people be aware of these uh al- allergens that people have i i don't know it's just a huge head scratcher to me, and and it's a concern that, um, like everything, will be offensive one day, no matter how lighthearted it may be. Somebody's gonna say, "Take that off the air, take that off the screen." We we can't we can't have that. So, yeah, hmm, just makes you think. 
there? Hello, Danny. Is Wesley here? Yes, come on in. Everyone, you remember Wesley's friend, Danny? Oh, hi, Danny. Hi, Mrs. Owens, Mr. Owens. Hiya, champ. How's it going? Well, I got eight, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Can you imagine if that clip aired in 2018? I I really think it would be torn apart and and they wouldn't write that in 2018. Now, back in the 80s, that episode was good intentions. They intended to educate people with children with AIDS and and it was and it was a it's a good gesture to educate children about it. Uh, Mr. Belvedere was a sitcom um with a laugh track and uh it was just about an English butler who who lives with a family and um he helped them through situations uh including that one. Um but uh, today, that would not take place. There's no way. Not a chance. Um, there's a lot of incidents like this where there was serious issues on 80 sitcoms that um, would not be tackled the same way. They were, in, But in the 80s, they were trying to educate. They were trying to uh, make a good situation out of it. Even though they were kind of joking, um, th- there was a moral to the story. So maybe the the Peter Rabbit issue can raise awareness for these allergies that people have. It, yes, it is making fun of it a little, but I don't know. Um, it, it's an interesting issue. Uh, I hope to hear more about. Uh, I hope to hear from you guys and and uh, see what you guys have to say about it. You're listening to the KMC show. Keep it locked.